Hi there, and welcome to the Kingdom Sexuality Podcast. We're Paris and Alana, friends who have a heart for intimacy and long to uncover God's truth and design for sexual freedom within marriage. Welcome here. Welcome back, you guys. Elena and I have put together something different. Um, this is a request, and we were super blessed when we had a few very amazing women reach out to us and say, hey, can you guys do an episode on intimacy without the intercourse involved? And we're like, oh, we haven't really sat down and just devoted an episode to that. Mm-hmm. So we're like, now's the time. This goes in so perfectly, by the way, with what we've been talking about implementing around Valentine's Day and being intentional um, with your love, with your spouse. And we have talked about, okay, you know, if you're postpartum or if you've just been through a huge life change, whether that was going through surgery, incidents, whatever it may be, it can look so different, you know, sickness, illness involved. But today we're going to give you a whole bunch of ideas and also encircle this around a really important scripture that we believe um, just really isn't touched on enough. So we're really excited to do this. And I'm glad we're actually finally going into depth, like depth yes. into it. It's like yes. we kind of like skimmed it, but like let's just actually tackle this head on. Yeah, let, let's go for it. So, you know, Alana and I were talking and, you know, just thinking, what do we, what is really important about this? Like there's, there's key factors here. Um, around just being intimate without focusing on sex itself. And some of them we wrote down and they ended up all pointing to like being emotionally close, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, even communication is brought forth and more upheld like through being emotionally intimate and sexually intimate without sex because you need to have those conversations, obviously, right? So communication is blessed through it. You learn a lot of technique and intentional action through focusing on being intimate without sex. And I think there's just so many places we can go with this, right? Like, Mm -hmm. there's just so much to learn here. And we're very excited to take this on today because, honestly, this is like the stuff I wish I heard before I ever got married. Like, how to be intimate, sexually intimate without putting all of the focus on sex itself. You know what I'm saying? You guys get this, you know? Like, Alina, you feel the same way. Like, we had these conversations. Like, the focus is always put on sex, but the intimacy or sexual intimacy even is kind of put on the back burner, right? That's not the focus a lot of times. And I don't think that really serves us going into marriage or even within our marriages, right? Yeah, no one ever would talk about, like, I don't know. You just assume like you get married and you'll just, it's just sex. Like it's just penetration. That's what you do. Yeah. But then there's times you're like, oh, well, what if I don't really feel like it? Or you can't. Or what if you physically can't? Yeah. Yeah. Well, crap. Like what now? (laughs) Yes, because there's been no foundation laid. And I think a lot of us, as we journey through marriage, we're like, oh my gosh, like literally there's been no foundation laid. We need to go Mm -hmm. back to like the basics. And I think a lot of us can actually resonate with that right now. Like how many of us has have had to, or you're realizing you need to go back to the basics because you're like, we've hit a wall, we've hit a rut, we've hit a season in life where we can't right now, like whatever it may be. And it's like this huge realization that, whoa, we didn't put the time in or we just simply didn't know because a lot of us just simply don't know because it's such a 
quote-unquote taboo subject in the realm of Christianity, which you guys know we don't agree with, and that's why we're in existence. Uh, You're welcome. But seriously, (laughs) we want to really uncover that. So let's talk about sexual ways to be intimate without intercourse, okay? And um, one of the first things that Alan and I sat down with is in 1 Corinthians 7, um, there's two verses that we felt were extremely important to plug into here. Alana, do you want to take those on? Do you want to read them to yeah, us? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So it's 1 Corinthians 7, 5 to 6. Abstaining from sex is permissible for a period of time if you both agree to it and if it's for the purposes of prayer and fasting, but mm-hmm. only for such times. Then come back together again. Satan has an ingenious way of tempting us when we least expect it. I'm not commanding these periods of abstinence only providing my best counsel if you should choose them. That's amazing. Mm. How many of us are taught that though in the churches or outside of church, you know, just even within the realm of believers? Like, Mm -hmm. do you know that if we are abstaining from sex and from intimacy with our spouse, this actually devastating to our marriages? Because it says right there, Satan sees that as an amazing opportunity to get in there and break things down as fast as he can. And I don't think any of you would doubt that or disagree. Like those. Right. Let's say you think about it. Yeah. Like you think about it and you think, okay, so let's say you're abstaining from sex or maybe it's not even purposeful. It's like, it just isn't really happening right now. So, okay, well then there's opportunity for. You know, I feel like there's cycles, right? I've heard this before. It's like men have certain cycles where they like need to be released, right? They have to have that release of, I don't know what it even is, <laughs> but they need the sex, yeah. you know, at a certain period of time, right? The sex. Um, <laughs> <laughs> these thoughts are not coming out as I'm anticipating them, but you know, but then there's that whole, there's temptation for like looking at pornography or, you know, going into those other things where they're thinking about other things when they're masturbating, when they shouldn't, you know, things like that. Or even that if, you know, a woman has this emotional connection that maybe she's not getting because they're not having sex. Well, well, maybe she's looking into, you know, other male friendships that are filling this need where she should have it from her husband or, you know, from these movies or shows that have bad things in them. Right. So I feel like there's so many ways that Satan can come and tempt us when we least expect it, especially if you're not feeling yourself and having that connection with your spouse. Absolutely. And I think on that note, Alana, like this is something else I want to address right now. Those are the obvious things that I think our minds will turn to. And it's like, yeah, like Satan's going to bring in the porn. He's going to bring in masturbation. He's going to bring in the romance novels and the TV shows and all the things that are unholy for one. And they are not bringing us one closer to Christ nor our spouse, but also have you thought about the independence, the unhealthy independence that abstaining from sex with your spouse is going to bring on? Have you thought about the pride that gets in there and the selfish thinking that breeds animosity and bitterness and resentment? The Mm. emotional aspect of not being close with your spouse sexually, emotionally, whatever it is, it all comes down to the same thing because if you're selfless, you'll be present in all those ways. But if you're selfish, you're abstaining from it and you're keeping it from each other. You know what I'm saying? Like there's mm-hmm. a whole emotional level where we can take on things like resentment, bitterness, 
um, the independence of that that yeah. can be so dangerous to our marriages. And the pride too. Yeah. The pride, right? Pride before the fall, mm-hmm. 110%. So we wanted to address that because that needs address and this needs to be something that we're encouraged on as wives to really intentionally pour into our marriages, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that I am 110% at this, that I've got this. You guys, I'm learning this too. There is many times where I fail and I let a week go by and I'm like, whoa, like we were not intentionally intimate this week. Like it was a little quick stuff, but like a whole week's gone by. That's not mm-hmm. okay. You know, and that's where I've been convicted too. It's like, I need to get on my A game here because like you guys know, we've talked about um, sexual intimacy within our marriages as a form of warfare also, because we know if we're doing it, where is Satan, right? He can't, he doesn't, he's not given an opportunity. But if we're not showing up for our spouse, Satan is right there, right? This yeah. is a big journey and it's important going back to communication. Um, Alana, you've touched on this time and time again. How important it is to sit down and communicate with your spouse? Okay, how often should we be making love? What feels amazing to you? What feels amazing to me? And we need to actually intentionally implement that. Yeah. And I think too, it can be tricky because like we were mentioning earlier, like what if it's because, you know, you just had a surgery, you just had a baby and you're like, well, I'm not meaning to abstain from sex, but I have to. And I feel like, you know, even though that's kind of a different circumstance, if it's just, you're not like not having sex just because you don't want to have sex or you're withholding sex. Like, I feel like that's different. Um, but then that's how, like, or when you have to look, okay, look, how else can we be intimate without actually having intercourse? Absolutely. Right? And, which cues like the questions we had. So it's interesting though, how there's sorts of like, there's different categories of this in a sense where it's like, you know, there's, you can see like the selfish side of it where someone's like, well, no, I'm withholding sex for X, Y, Z reason, or, you know, we can't have it because of this reason. So yeah. it's interesting. So I think with that said, Alana, um, we wrote down some really fun things to share with you guys going into exactly what you just said. Like, let's talk about sexual ways to be intimate without the intercourse, right? Mm-hmm. So we've covered a big basis, right? We're not abstaining from sex unless, obviously, like Paul said, that it's a necessary time that's set aside for it. Also, can I just be very blunt? If you're abstaining from sex, but you haven't communicated to your spouse why, that's also inappropriate. Like, Mm, you need to be on the same page. (laughs) So be very clear with your communication here, okay? If you're in a season of abstinence for a reason, that needs to be understood by both partners, right? Both people involved. (laughs) I just need to make that clear. Yeah. I mean, like a conversation weird we like yeah no i'm just abstaining i'm just abstaining okay like give me two weeks off (laughs) i'll let you know when i'm done (laughs) (laughs) we're not doing that here you guys okay (laughs) no 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 (laughs) okay so let's get into this so we wrote down a fun list you guys after you have finished listening to this episode um we're gonna put out some fun stuff in our stories and instagram just to hear hey like what are your good ideas on being Mm -hmm. sexually intimate with your spouse without the intercourse because we're here to encourage each other and also learn as a community so we would love to hear your suggestions so be on the lookout for that um but here's some of ours 
So one of the first things that came to mind is like oral sex, right? Like it is mm-hmm. amazing thing that God has given us that we can still bring pleasure to both our husband or if you're a husband listening to your wife and learn the technique of oral stimulation. I love going back to Song of Solomon's once again. Um, mm-hmm. There is beautiful, beautiful scripture in there about pleasing each other orally. And I think that's a really great place to sit down and even read through that if you guys are in a season where you've devoted it to abstinence for whatever important reason. And sit down and read through that book. I think it's very beautiful, you know, to continue even your education and your mindset and keep your mindset, you know, thinking about each other sexually in that time. Mm-hmm. So oral sex is one of the first things that came to my brain. Another one we had on our list was full body massages. Yeah. Yeah. This is a good one. This totally can set the mood. It can be really sensual and it can be like a great, um, even if you aren't like abstaining from sex, it can be like a great foreplay kind of thing, right? It's just like massaging, exploring and yeah, getting all oiled up and yeah, that's a great way to do it. Yeah. And two, it's just really connecting. I so find much so. it's just it's such a way of like showing selflessness because it's yes. got to say it's not always easy to massage someone. Truth. It's not always right. <laughs> like my thumbs get so sore if I'm yes. trying to massage. Like I don't know what it is. I need to practice more. But man, it's tiring. So I but it's but like who does not love a massage? I'm sorry. Yes. Like. So I don't know. I feel like that's a great way to just show yourself in a selfless way and be like, hey, I'm going to give you a massage all over your body. Yes. Yeah. That would be super great. It is. It's so sensual. And also on that note, you guys, we've teamed up to get you a discount code on a specific clean but super romantic massage course for married couples. So make sure you go to our website and click on get your goods and you'll see it right there in the drop down menu and it says melt massage. I highly, highly recommend you guys get it. It is so good. It's an investment worth jumping on. Okay, so another really good thing I think is just soaking in and admiring each other's bodies. Like, do you remember when you first got married and it's just like the awe of each other's bodies, like seeing your spouse naked for the first time? It's important to go back to that, like, because we'll lose sight of it, you know? Honestly, like, life can get so busy and lose sight of the simple but really beautiful things. So having sensual and intentional naked time together, I think, is so beautiful. You know, Alana and I have talked in past episodes, go and make cookies naked together. Go make supper (laughs) naked together right? Make it super sexy and super fun. Like get creative with it. It's a great way. Just get naked together, right? Yeah, it's a good one. It is. It's a good one. It's a no fail. Yeah. And this is the thing too. It's often, it's like when you really stop to think about it, you're like, oh, when's the last time we just like saw each other naked? Yeah. And it wasn't jumping in the power. Yeah. (laughs) Right? Yeah. It's like if someone's quickly getting their jammies or whatever. I don't know. I feel like it's often, I don't know. You don't ever just like stop and pause. Mm-hmm. And just like both stare at each other. Yeah, I don't know. Just Maybe people do. Other. And I just need to do that more. But yeah, yeah. it's, it's great. That's such a big thing. It seems so little, but it actually could be such a big thing for our marriages, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Next guy on the list is make out. Mm-hmm. This is a good one. 
It is. I was actually, I was looking at, you know, when I was trying to think of, okay, sexual ways to be intimate without intercourse. And I was like, kind of Googling it. I was like, what are we missing here on our list and whatever. And I saw make out on the list of like on a different website, but they had said how some, what was it? This lady, I think she had written this blog or I don't know. And she was saying her husband doesn't want to make out unless it's leading to sex. Cause he finds it really like frustrating. Yeah. So I was like, huh. I mean, I hadn't really ever thought about it, but at the same time, you know, when we've talked about it, like making out without actually having yeah. intercourse, it's just kind of like building anticipation and like as a fun, like way of foreplay. So I feel like thinking about it more like that, unless it's like, just like a frustrating thing. Yeah. It's so important to like go back to the Back to the basics again, you guys. Like, have those conversations, right? Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, you can make out and then go to oral sex. Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, there's... Yeah, it doesn't have to end up in sex, but I think that just no. gets, like, ingrained in people's brains. But it's like, get out of those ruts. Again, we've talked about ruts in the past. Like, let's mm-hmm. get creative, you know? Kind of, like, snap out of your sex routine because we all get into those and like get creative make it fun and how many of you guys just explore places on your spouse's body with your lips with the tips of your fingers you know kissing all the sensitive places like places maybe you wouldn't typically think of like the back of each other's knees or you know the back of your neck and the inner elbow and your behind your ears like these are all sensitive sensitive spots um but how many of you take advantage of them and make it sensual like we're talking about going back to basics. This is basic, but so many of us miss out on this, right? And myself included. It's like, wow, like thinking about it, like that would be awesome. I would love that, right? <laughs> you know, just thinking about the the romance of it all and the intention of it all. Like it's so, it's so intimate, you guys, when you're intentionally pursuing, you know, bringing pleasure to your spouse or your husband to you. And it's just a beautiful thought. And I thought this fit into that category so beautifully. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I really like this one. And right? it kind of like, it hits me. I'm like, oh, when's the last time I did this kind of stuff? I know. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, like changing, I up, changing mm-hmm. up your routine is just like, we're getting such a funk, hey? Like not so much yeah. a funk. It's just a groove and it, things are good. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, no, I don't want to switch it up. Mm-hmm. Because we get comfortable, yeah. right? We're creatures of habit. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. Hitting the nail on the head tonight, Paris. Right? Yeah. Now we're going to have to take our own advice. We also talked about that earlier. <laughs> oh, my God. We are yes. switching things up in some areas where we've been convicted. Yep. All right. Where are we here? Uh, manual stimulation. So, I mean, this is a really, like, obvious way um, for how to be intimate without intercourse. But I think it's so, that's, like – how many people actually invest the time in really perfecting those techniques and learning each other? Mm, that's true. Right? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So manual stimulation being like hand stimulation. Mm-hmm. Um, so like you could give your husband a hand job or your husband's here. You could bless your wife with like some fingering. Yeah. But yeah, if you think about it, like the technique of it. Yeah. is often lost <laughs> maybe if Truly, it's like because okay like, let's get quick quick get it done kind of thing yes without and if any really, woman yeah. right now just thinks of like okay say there was never any intentional learning done and your husband wants to bless you and he's gonna 
go and finger you. And he's just like poking around. I'm pretty sure everybody just cringe right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> that is not awesome. It is not lovely. That's why this is very intimate because you actually have to learn your body with him, right? And yeah. him, he needs to learn yours. Like it's a very <laughs> intentional thing. So it's, it's huge. It's actually a big deal. Mm-hmm. Another one, I'll just say the next one here, Paris, because yeah. um, is breast sex. So, mm. but I honestly, I, I, I didn't know it had a name, but yeah. um, I was looking on. So I do like the Wednesday Hump Day sex positions, and I kept seeing these like breast sex positions. I was yeah. like, what is that? And so I was like, oh, like that's that. So it's just essentially like a hand job, except between your breasts. Right. Does that explain it well? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Your man is enjoying himself in his special place on your boobs. That's that's what yeah. it is. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, there you go. That's a way you could be intimate without actually intercourse. It's yeah. intercourse. <laughs> yeah. And I think, I don't know, maybe this is more common than we realize, but maybe. some people, like the first time I read about it, I was like, I never even would have thought of that. <laughs> <laughs> right? Which is the yeah. beauty of sharing these things. This is like, wow, you know, maybe you share this with your husband. He's like, I would actually love that. And you're like, oh, okay. You know, mm-hmm. like it's, it's so important that we share this as a community, like with respect and dignity and privacy, but honor all at the same time and encourage mm-hmm. each other. Like, wow, there's all these different things that we could do, but do we talk about them? No, that's the way we no. exist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so maybe I'll put up one of these breast sex That's a good idea. You guys, you guys will know where it comes from because we've yeah. talked about it now. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. And I think another really beautiful one is like how many of you just love baths? I do. How mm-hmm. much more fun is it when you can get your husband in the tub with you and make it really sexual and fun and sensual and it's just purely for the purpose of enjoying each other? You know, mm-hmm. you can kiss. You can fondle each other. You can be intentional. You can maybe read to each other, whatever that looks like. That is so beautiful and it's such a relaxing environment because environment is huge. Yeah. Being able to even enjoy intimacy. And that's just like everything all in one. You're close. You're naked. It's relaxing. It's quiet. It's warm. Like that's a huge win in my books. Yeah. And as someone who did not have a bathtub for like almost seven years, um, you can still do this in the shower, even if it's a small, tiny shower. <laughs> you can yes. still get together. Use the shower. Amen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just if, oh, yeah. Even if you don't have a bathtub, you can use a shower. And then getting to our last point here would just be like grinding on each yeah. other. Yes. Like, um, so I know in previous episodes, we've talked about like clitoral orgasms versus G-spot orgasms. Mm-hmm. And as like for those who have clitoral orgasms, like even just grinding up on uh, your husband yes. can be a way to get you to have a clitoral orgasm. Yeah. And if, him like, too, you're obviously, feeling, right? Like right? Mm-hmm. lube up and and that's an amazing way to have non-penetrative sex. Yeah, for sure. Another one that um, I had seen when I was looking at some ideas was um, just like, you know, you know, touching your wife's breasts and nipple yeah. stimulation and yeah. how some women can reach an orgasm just with nipple stimulation. Which I think and is like, amazing. Right? No. And for just, you guys. 
right? Like that's you. being able to sit down and think about that and accept the fact like, hey, like I maybe could work towards, you know, these techniques with my husband. We could work towards this stuff. And, you know, maybe orgasm is a goal for you guys. Like we've talked about making sexual goals like through just breast stimulation. That would be amazing, you know, and it takes right? – just hearing this to know that that's a, that could be an option. We're all so different, right? Like always have grace for mm-hmm. yourself. But how cool. So many ways to be intimate without actually having penetrative sex. Right? Which is amazing. And, yes. And it's so encouraging because I think a lot of times when we get into seasons, like even my own postpartum um, seasons, my, my first baby, um, I was a very severe – state um after I had her and it Mm. took the full six eight weeks for me to even be able to walk again and um that was intense and I got so discouraged because I felt like my whole world fell apart for one because I was disabled um for that long and the intimacy and how much I longed for it but I had no idea what to do because of how disabled I was that whole time it just put Mm -hmm. me over the edge and I was like I feel like a failure and you know I was believing all these lies Mm -hmm. and to just know that we all go through season like this but here is ideas here is encouragement you can do this we have done this like this is huge right to know that intimacy without intercourse is 110% attainable and highly encouraged right yeah and I just was so I was so young when I had Acadia and I was just like so new to marriage and everything. I was like overwhelmed, right? And I right. I was very oblivious too to so much still. And it was like, whoa, if I had known this then, I really think that I could have walked a lot more gracefully through that period with a lot more confidence and peace in my soul just for the simple fact that I could have been more intimate with my husband during that time and kept that connection and closeness in a more intentional way. Right. Yeah. And that's what this is all about, right? Is cultivating that closeness. And that's the point of why we're even having this episode, right? It's like, even if you cannot have sex, there is still intimacy to be had and you can, you know, use this to help you branch out, get out of ruts and continue to grow intention and growth in your marriage. Because what a beautiful way. And even like if you're reading through Song of Songs and there's so many other ways you know, that they describe and I don't know, even just to use words to each other and just to build each other up in those times too and make each other feel known and seen. Absolutely. And and other ways to just encourage and build that connection and friendship with your spouse. Cause often that can get a bit lost sometimes in marriage. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, are we building a friendship still too? So yes. we just really want to encourage you to to cultivate that closeness and intimacy. Maybe try something new. If you haven't yeah. tried one of these before, give it a go yeah, and see what so happens. Mm-hmm, exactly. Because it's not going to it's not gonna hurt. It can just help. And it might turn out yeah. funny. It might not work. And that's okay. You can laugh right. it off and go Learn back to, to what you do. That's an important exactly. part of lovemaking too. Learn to laugh. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, I love that. That's such, that's such a good way to close this off, Alana, because at the end of the day, um, we're here to be selfless we're here to be serving but we're also here to enjoy and fulfill what god has ordained within our marriages with within intimacy does that always have to include sex absolutely not but intimacy absolutely
friends, thank you so much for hanging out with us as we dive deeper into meaningful, godly intimacy, tackle the hard questions, and embrace truth while we're at it. We're also on Instagram at Kingdom Sexuality. You'll find our Instagram handle below in the show notes, where you'll also see any other resource links we may have mentioned in today's episode. As always, our hearts are to cultivate deep community and freedom with you guys. And we cannot wait to continue this journey alongside you. We'll see you in the next episode. Thank you.